So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. You don't have to worry about the Rams fans, bro. They don't exist. I've yet to see one <laughs> with my own two eyes. Oh, man. Well, just like Todd Gurley's knee, I'm out. God, that was uncalled for. <laughs> but like Todd Gurley's other knee, I'm also out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another off-season review for the NFC West this time. We're getting into the Niners, the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Arizona Cardinals. I'm joined by my excellent co-host, Juan. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Make sure to follow us, subscribe, hit that like button, comment down below on how much you hate the 49. Oh, sorry. That was my mistake. We love the Niners. Do you personally still hate them? I do. (laughs) They're not your Bay rival anymore. I don't care. It's Bay Area. it's, It's bad Bay Area blood, all right? There is no more Bay Area. It's like I don't care. It's like a different state. I don't care. I hate Niner fans. <laughs> I hate the 49er faithful. All right. But this is the podcast. All right. We got to be unbiased. I hate but- other stadiums, not in their city. <laughs> it's like an hour away. <laughs> well, you want to start down the street? Because we do live in LA. You want to start with the Rams? You know what? Let's jump right into the Rams. And, you know, we're going to give you the season review from our point of view. And we're going to give you our grade for them. So they went 10 and 6. They had the best defense in football. They had the worst quarterback in football. People are going to come at me. Jared Goff, he took him to the Super Bowl, whatever. He sucks. They traded him and a first-round pick and another first-round pick for Matthew Stafford. I feel like this team's kind of in a weird place. They're $26 million over the cap. They did get rid of Goff, which was huge for them. So give me your grade. I'm going to go A-. minus. I thought they really did good. Towards the end of the regular season, plus they even beat the Seahawks. I felt like that was a good win. Obviously, they got overmatched by by Green Bay. And I think it's like what you said. It was bad quarterback play. They should have never gave Jared Goff that, that money. It was a big mistake. He wasn't that good. And I'm so glad Matthew Stafford has found a home in L.A. And probably one of the best situations he could have went to. Well, first of all, how much better in, is the weather in L.A. than Detroit? Let's start there. Well, come on. It's dome. It's the dome in Detroit. Yeah, but I'm saying you got to deal with the snow and shit. And snow's not fun. <laughs> I've had to deal with snow. But look, now you got to play in the brand new LA stadium. So fire ain't even. I'm so glad Jared Goff didn't have to play in front of fans in that stadium. Like, at least now they get to see a good quarterback in person for the first time in like 10 years. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Rams fans, if you're out there <laughs> listening. But I'll say this. The Rams did lose one key thing on their coaching staff. They lost their defensive coordinator. He didn't move cities. He just went to the team across the hall. He's with the Chargers now. Do you think that's a big loss? 
it might be a big loss, but luckily they still have Ramsey. They still got Donald. All right. They still got the players there. And as long as they keep that culture and, and hunger from those players, they should be fine. Okay. I really like John Johnson. I really like what they have going on in the defense. Morgan Fox is a, is a really good underrated lineman for them. You think so too? He played fucking phenomenal, man. When Aaron Donald went out. I do. I was gonna say, man. Like, I love that. I love him as a situational guy. Like, he's a really good backup. You just brought up John Johnson. He's one of their big free agents. They got Leonard Floyd, Troy Hill, Darius Williams, the corner that just took over the L.A. area. If not for Ramsey, like, I felt like he got so much hype around these parts. And they got Gerald Everett. Everett's not coming back. He's like the most talented, least talented tight end I've ever seen. <laughs> If they lose Floyd, man, all four of those defensive guys, I really like. Leonard Floyd was good for them. Troy Hill's underrated, and John Troy Johnson's Hill's very underrated. John Johnson's underrated too. Like a big reason why they traded Peters. Big, exactly, and also Peters is a locker room cancer. We'll get into that later when we cover the Ravens. I feel like one of the biggest questions though facing this team, like obviously with the free agents, what happens if they don't win this year? Like they have mortgaged their future. They have continuously mortgaged it. Like at some point, like, are you worried? Like, if if they go like five and eleven or six and eight or six and ten, excuse me, is McVeigh the guy still? Like, what's McVeigh's like hot seat meter at? Man, if they go five and eleven, I will be shocked. And obviously, he will be on the hot seat. But I don't think that's gonna happen. I really do think what the Rams are doing is kind of like the new norm in in football right now. And a lot of teams are trying to go all in. You've seen what happened with the Tampa Bay Bucks. They kind of went all in. They got Antonio Brown. They got Rob Gronkowski. They wanted up getting Brady. Yes, it's not the same magnitude as what the Rams are doing. Because the Rams are more doing it with their draft picks. But draft picks can be very overrated at times. And to be honest, with this team not having a lot of draft picks, they have been doing a phenomenal job of drafting guys the last couple of years when not having these first round picks. They've got guys like Troy Hill, like we just talked about, Morgan Fox. I like Jordan Fuller and I like Terrell Burgess too on their team. I think they're gonna the defense probably gonna take a step back. Like you we very rarely see defenses repeat as number one defense. Especially in like these like the most recent times. If you're generational you do. Like the Seahawks had a good consistency for about three years. I don't think this team's on that level. Yeah, yeah. To be those, those are generational type defenses. Yeah, and here's my thing. Like we've said, we're going to say it continuously. The salary cap doesn't really matter. You can you can work around that number. They could probably have ten million dollars in the next two weeks. That's how creative these general managers are. I think the big area for this football team is their O line. It was bad last year, and the one good thing I'll say is, okay, last year when they didn't run the ball well, right? You thought they were going to lose. Yeah, because Jared Goff was so bad. Do you think their running game is going to be better this year? This upcoming year, excuse me, or last year with Goff? I feel like their run game's good because of McVay and shit. But they just, teams just sell out to stop their run because they're not afraid of Goff at all. I know people like like Cam Akers, but I kind of want to see a little bit more from him. I'm not saying to the point where they should draft a running back or get one in free agency or anything like that. He definitely deserves to have the job again, and he had his moments. But, yeah, most so definitely. they going to take a I, step forward? Yeah, take a step forward. Like, take that okay. next step and 
really be impactful the whole season and stay healthy. Would you be shocked if Stafford had a career year? Wouldn't be shocked at all. I, I have really I look, this is just a a hint that I'm being super unbiased. Max knows I I freaking hate the Rams, okay? I hate everything about them. I hate how they try to be LA so fucking bad and, <laughs> and they they're fan like they have no fans out here. No one cares about the Rams. It's just I, I don't like them at all. But I have to admit I, me personally, I think they have really big things coming with Matthew Stafford. I think they're going to be really fucking good. Like, they had a chance to beat a lot of NFC teams last year with Goff. And Goff was bad. So I can only imagine just the upgrade that they got with Stafford. Like, they're going to be a whole lot better. Jared Goff would get, like, 10 cupcake throws a game. And, like, he'd miss a couple of them or, like, throw an inaccurate pass. Stafford, if you give him 10 cupcake throws a game, like, you know, just great play design. Like that's gonna be like I don't think he's had that in since like Calvin Johnson left Detroit, like what five years ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if I'm a Rams fan, not that I know any that exists personally, I'm I'm fucking thrilled for the season to start. Like I'm just they, there's a lot of optimism for the Rams. I'll say that, and like I think we should get into another team right now that's kind of like I don't know if there's optimism or there's like a level of being scared. Can we go into the Seahawks real quick? There was a report that came out that Russell Wilson is indeed frustrated with how many times he has been sacked, and I don't blame him. <laughs> Before I comment on that, they went 12 and 4 last year. They won their division, but fizzled out at the end. Bad. There were some bright spots for Seattle, like we saw the emergence of DK Metcalf. The defense went from dog crap to pretty respectable. But, dude, they, they should not have lost that game. And maybe Jamal Adams ruined it because he knocked out Walford in, like, the first quarter. But that was a tough look for Seattle. Yeah, just the way that they dip, I'm giving them a B- minus for their season. I loved it in the beginning um, as far as their offense, like the whole hashtag let's let Russ cook. DK Metcalf really showed up this season. You know, Tyler Lockett's a baller. Their defense struggled a lot in the beginning of the season. It was just terrible things happening. The defense got it together at the end, but the offense wound up fizzling out. Combination of bad offensive line play, combination of some bad injuries. You can tell Tyler Lockett was unhealthy at the end of the year, but really disappointed the way that they ended. Everything you said, I agree with, bro. And let me go back to Russ. He's been hit so many times. But how many times, one have you seen him run for his life like Mahomes did in the Super Bowl and make magic appear? <laughs> Probably ever since he won that Super Bowl. I think the year that he won the Super Bowl, after that, it's been downhill. <laughs> I don't know why they went back to, like, let's run the ball and shit last year. I thought that was, like, when their offense was at its worst. Like, I get Russ had, was careless with the ball. Remember, like, the Arizona game where he threw three dumb picks? But, like, I don't, like, you got to let Russ cook. You have so many good receivers. You got DK. You got Lockett. Like, they even have a good running back in Chris Carson, like, mix him into it. Like, I, I feel like they don't have an identity, and they just fired their offensive coordinator. It's about time, though. Yeah, I agree 100%. What's the bigger problem? Russ wanting a trade. Well, I don't know. Should we say Russ wants a trade, or he's just kind of doing a power play? I think he's, he's kind of, like, lighting a fire under their ass. Yeah, yeah. He's just expressing how he feels and kind of just saying, like, hey, like, let's be aggressive this year and give me a fucking offense alignment. So is that a bigger need than the defense? Because the defense needs guys who can cover. Shaquille Griffin, big free agent. And I didn't mention, they're $4 million over the cap. That's going to change, obviously. But I think they got to keep him. He might be their only guy who can cover. Well, they have Quandre, uh, Quandre Diggs. He can cover. 
Yeah, but he's not really a corner. He's more of a safety kind of corner, like covers a little bit. And I know you're definitely going to say Jamal Adams can't cover, knowing no, you. No, he can't cover, but they have a lot of talent. They, I think they have the ability to put it all together with a with a couple of free agents or maybe even some draft picks that, that wind up hitting. I think, uh, to be honest, I'm not worried about their defense. I think Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner, as far as in coverage this year, they really had a down year. I don't see them having that that bad of a season again. I have faith in those two guys. So your number one priority is keep Russ happy. We got to keep, keep Russ yeah, happy. Yeah, keep Russ happy. Like, let's get him a fucking tight end. All right? Let's get him a tight end. Let's get him he some offensive linemen. He had a tight end for five years. Get Jimmy Graham for all those years. He ain't do shit with him. <laughs> well, we all know how Jimmy Graham is. Come on. <laughs> he had a resurgence in Chicago. Come on. Caught like a few touchdowns. You know, thinking thinking of a of a tight end that might fit really good with Russ, and I think it's a perfect team for him. I think I we all know Philly's gonna cut Zach Ertz. How about Zach Ertz on the Seahawks? Like you know, like how Zach Ertz just runs all the short routes and shit in the tree. Like they could definitely use that because DK, you're not throwing him the ball short unless it's like a quick screen. Yeah, and like Lockett can go short, but he's more intermediary. I feel like and. Ertz would definitely help. Yeah, and Ertz, I mean, Greg Olson's I, not the answer. He's not the answer. <laughs> Thirty-eight years old or whatever. Yeah, I, I like Ertz for that offense, though. I I don't know why they they winded up losing out on Clowney. That was a whole weird weird situation because they don't have no pass rush. They just have a group of guys. Are you saying it's a problem when your safety leads your team in sacks? Yeah, I don't know if it's because they suck at rushing the passer or. Jamal I think it's Adams a bit of is both. that great. I think it's both, bro. Like, you should not. Like, okay, I get he's really good in the box, but, like, you got to have a defensive lineman who can create pressure. Because even though he got sacks, I wouldn't say Jamal Adams creates pressure. Like, okay, Jamal Adams, he has nine and a half sacks, right? But he's not a guy who's consistently pressuring the quarterback. Not like a Shaq Barrett, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald. They need someone like that, and they had that in Clowney. Yeah, and I want to get a percentage from you. What What's the percentage that... Russell Wilson gets traded. Zero. No. Zero percent. Way. I would give Zero it percent. I would give it about ten percent. That high? Yeah. I, I feel like ten percent. John Schneider is kind of a, a wild card. I can see him doing it, but it'll be tough, man. It'll be it'll, it'll be a really tough move for the Seahawks to, to move on. It'll have to be an enormous amount of assets from a team to get Wilson. More than Deshaun? If not the same amount. I think you're crazy. I think Russ is. I think Russ is just as good, but he's 32. He's a little less than Deshaun because Deshaun's 25. You might have Deshaun another 10, 12 years. Yeah. But look, I, there's no way. I'm sorry. There's no way. And I think they got to fix the defense too. Like, like Russ isn't going nowhere. You know. But like, get him alignment. I agree with you. Get him alignment. But you got to fix this defense. And yeah. I think maybe get an identity too. Yeah. Go. I know Pete Carroll wants to run the ball. I think deep down inside he does. But he has like this Hall of Fame great quarterback in Russell Wilson. And it doesn't really work out like the way that he wants to. Because deep down inside, that's how that's how the Seahawks won back in the day. With They played defense and they ran the ball with Marshawn Lynch. And I don't know if Chris Carson's the guy, uh, a, a person who they were missing, who a lot of people like me included. Rashad Penny was out the whole the whole year. I like Rashad Penny. I'm looking forward to seeing him again. I didn't love the pick when they made it, and he's been hurt. I think he's good, but like, 
to invest the first round pick. Like if I was Seattle, I trade my first round pick every year, bro. They haven't hit on one since like Bruce Irvin. <laughs> so just continue to draft good in late rounds, bro. Like you don't need to spend the first round pick. Like go get like a veteran for a first round pick every year. Yeah. Hopefully Rashad Penny winds up uh, blossoming for them even more. Definitely. And he definitely has a lot to prove. I'll say that, man. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Let's go to the Cardinals. Okay. Arizona. Kyler Murray took a huge step this year. A lot of people expected it. Kind of was dealing with some injuries. Ankle. Wasn't really that mobile at the end of the, the year. Had some great moments, though. MVP type moments with the whole um, DeAndre Hopkins Hail Mary against Buffalo. Hopkins had a big year. Buda Baker's a stud, but came up short. They didn't make the playoffs, man. I don't. I think they're a year away, but I would I would give them a B plus. I think they're a little bit ahead schedule. I don't think anyone expected them to be that good. What they go was the record eight and eight, right? Correct. I didn't love Cliff Kingsbury when they hired him. I didn't love him in the beginning of the year. I started liking him a lot more in the second part of the year, and I kind of started to hate him the third part of the year. When Kyler got hurt, we saw this offense change. He was so important to their running aspect of it. Because, look, they can't run the ball for shit, like, traditionally, right? Like, Kenyon Drake is, like, it's all, like, I would disagree. I would disagree. Maybe, yeah, they don't run it traditionally under center. But they can definitely run the ball. I disagree. They have two fucking run plays, inside zone, outside zone, and Kyler make magic runs. A lot of people are going to hate on Cliff Kingsbury. You can say that shit all you want. There was a point in time deep in the season. You take away Kyler Murray's rush yards, they were still number three at rushing. Like, that's yeah, no accident. It's all due to Kyler. It's Kyler. It's not like they're actually good at running the ball. It's just like, hey, look at Baltimore. They're not really amazing at running the ball. They just have, like, they put you in a fucking bind because they have Lamar Jackson. But they can it's still like the run Kyler the ball. It's, the, it's like the Kyler effect, dude. It's, they're too dependent on him. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you can't line up under center and run the damn ball, which they never do because they never get under center, like, I don't like it. I'm sorry. That's just me. And, like, to me, Cliff Kingsbury ass is on the hot seat. Yeah, well, you, this year is a make it or break a year for Cliff. Yeah, I would disagree on Cliff, man. Cliff... I kind of I kind of went towards the direction on I, I don't think he's as bad as people think. And he gets a bad rap for, you know, the whole college aspect and he runs a college offense. But he got put in a perfect situation with being able to draft Kyler Murray at number one and not having to get a guy like Josh Rosen or someone like that. But hey, it works. I don't I don't care. It may not be pretty. It may not be the traditional way of doing shit, but it fucking works, okay? And I think a big reason why of them going 8-8 eight and eight and losing at the end of the season is, one, Kyler's health, and two, the defense. The defense is, they're just not that good. They they have Buda Baker, I understand, but their defense is not that good. They have a lot of, they have, they have a lot of guys that are still developing, like in Isaiah Simmons, he had a uh, a weird rookie year, but that's your boy. I do. I love you know. I love me some Clemson. I feel like the offseason really hurt him in not having a defined role. And I mean, they lost their best player on defense early in the year, Chandler Jones. Yeah, that, that was huge for them. And like Pat Pete's washed. I'm sorry, dude. Well, that's you're not, they're you're letting not a him bad go. Player. He's gone. Yeah, he's not a bad player. 
but you're not Pat P leave you on an island. Like we saw DK and Tyler like destroy him. Yeah. And they got they got who I think is fool's gold. I hope they don't they they don't re-sign him. It's Hassan Riddick. Are you telling me that there's something to people playing good in the contract year? <laughs> I think is, he's is that gonna a thing? be he's gonna be one of those guys. Hopefully hopefully he turns out to be one of those guys like I don't know, like Shaq Barrett. I don't know, like that's He's been improving every year because I I thought Shaq Barrett was one of those guys who was kind of fool's gold with all the sacks. I think Hassan Riddick would look really good in silver and black, bro. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see the fucking Raiders signing a guy like Hassan Riddick. Don't bring that up. <laughs> but for your deal. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're in good shape. I think this year is gonna be the leap. This upcoming year is gonna be a big leap. I expect big, big things from them. The one problem, one problem I have that scares me, division. This division is fucking loaded. They got the the worst team in this division, if you're not including them, is the 49ers, and they're damn sure good. Like, they had a, and, and they're for damn sure good with their defense. They have problems on the on the quarterback end, but their defense is still going to be good. They have a lot of guys coming back from injury. We all know what the Seahawks bring. You got to deal with Russell Wilson, and then the Rams are coming. They got Stafford now. Not to mention they're bringing back a number one defense from last season. So that scares me. The division scares the living shit out of me. Luckily, there's an extra playoff spot still, so that can help them out. But that's that's my one issue. It's just the division. That scares me definitely the best division in football honestly like frisco went six and ten last year and like that was good for considering like the no jimmy g no kittle for a long stretch most hurts out bosa's gone like their whole defense basically got hurt like their whole team so what what was your grade on the cardinals i i don't think i got it i gave him a b like there were like there were times where it was an a and there was times it was a c so i just evened it out with a b yeah all season you can go back to our our past podcast I think we're one year off of Kyler Murray. People wanted to already crown You've him. You've been saying that. You said that. Yeah. People people have been wanting to crown him so early. He's great. He's electric. Like, he's Michael Vick type guy. He's he's fun as hell to watch, okay? Pint-sized Mike Vick. Yeah. He's a little, little munchkin-sized Mike, Mike Vick, all right? <laughs> but he, he wasn't there yet. He just wasn't. I don't think so. Even though he had an injury, there was still... Still, some 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 games where you've seen the the inexperience come out, and I do believe he's going to be a great enough player to improve from last season and really take it up a whole nother notch next season. Because he's great. He he's a he's a the he's a generational dude, type player. Tough. The, the tough thing for me was the last game where he like went out for two quarters and let that fake Patrick Mahomes ass quarterback play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you just gotta you gotta tough it out. I know you're hurt, bro. Like I but you got to. Like you're that good. Like even if you're just out there and your bike can only throw three yards, you're better than fake Patrick Mahomes. I mean and like we said with the injuries, like he can't get hurt for them. Like he's their he is their like whole offense in a nutshell. I don't want to see him like have to carry it. And I don't think there's any team that like could play the injury card more than the Niners. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Injury bug for sure. They went six and ten though. They were pretty good. They they lost Robert Salad of the Jets. Look, Jimmy G, Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Bosa. Um, I'm Bosa. I'm sure we're forgetting people. 
They lost like Fred the, Warner. I seen get banged up at times. They they're losing Jaquaski Tart for times. Yeah, their Jason corner Brett Sherman has a resurgence. Sherman's out. Like all things considered, I gave them a B, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. They went six and ten. I was like, you know what? Like you went through a lot of injuries, dude. Like they could have easily went like four and twelve under like a shitty head coach. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan deserves a lot of credit. Their one issue, and I think it goes back to the to kind of like the Rams situation, is the quarterback. I do feel like Jimmy G is the problem, and yeah, they they would have been a lot more improved if he if he would have played. But I don't think he takes them over the top. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I, I'm going to say I, this with, with injuries. I wish I can give him an incomplete, but I'm I'm, I'm going to give him a a B minus. Okay, I'm going to give him a B minus just just off the straight reason why. I, I don't think if Jimmy Garoppolo would have played, they would have been any any type of Super Bowl winner or anything like that. They're not going to win a Super Bowl with that guy. And I think it's a big reason why they might cut him. They might cut him or they might trade him, whatever the case is. Me, personally, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the San Francisco 49ers starting quarterback next season. I don't believe that. They cut him after June 1st, bro. They save. 24 million dollars they already have 14 million in cap space then they're gonna have what like 38 so look let me give you the scenario i gave last year around this time to our good friend joey who i want to just call out for saying can i give him a shout out is that okay shout out to joey he called the super bowl he said the refs were gonna do some bullshit the chiefs were gonna lose he called it i can't, I can't even front i can't give my man his respect he won his damn respect he texted me he won his damn respect but, like, this is the scenario I gave him last year. I said after Super Bowl, I said, y'all should cut Jimmy G while you can. Because what did the Niners have the Super Bowl run on defense that everyone talked about? They had depth out the ass. You know what they could have used last year on? Some of that depth. <laughs> if yeah. they cut Jimmy, they could have kept, like, everybody. They wouldn't have traded Buckner. They wouldn't have lost people. And, like, dude, he completed seven passes in the NFC Championship game, and they fucking won, bro. Like, what do you need them for? Yeah, that's how talented they were. And look, they they still got talent. You mentioned Debo Samuel, even though he was hurt. There, they have a a, a stud in Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk is a oh, really great receiver. A hundred percent. And now, like with Kittle, Ayuk, and Debo, like I think you know how like I always make fun of the Niners receivers because like all they do is jet sweeps because like they can't catch the ball downfield. I think that's more on Jimmy than anybody. Yeah, and especially last year with Beathard and um, uh, Nick Mullins. Like, geez, they were awful. And look, I'm gonna add one more thing. You know who else are gonna cut? They're gonna cut D Ford. He's got a really bad neck injury. That's twelve million dollars. They're gonna say. I, I I don't think you, any team won that trade. No, somehow Frank Clark got worse when he got to the Chiefs. D Ford got worse when he went to the Niners, except for like what that playoff run. He was pretty good. Yeah, but same thing with Frank Clark. Frank Clark, someone, run. someone in the comment section is gonna be like, Frank Clark was a Pro Bowler. <laughs> yeah, Pro Bowl Matt. When they play Madden against each other, anyone you want to go do our Pro Bowl after the show? We'll play some Madden. Like they got some big free agents too. They got Trent Williams, Jason Verrett, Chikwaski Tart, Kyle Yuschek, DJ Jones. Like, I think Sherm's gone, to be honest. He's washed. No, opinion, he's too. not washed. I wouldn't say that. He's not washed. That boy's washed. You can't play man-to-man, you washed. I, I don't that think so. That boy's as there's, fast as I am. There's numerous guys. Come no, on. there's numerous guys that that 
can't play man man to man defense but they fit in certain type of schemes and to be honest he's never been a man to man even even when his his heydays he can he can easily be a guy that can uplift the defense and be a leader in the locker room and be that veteran presence yeah he's not he's not the richard sherman of old with the whole nfc championship game locking up dudes and playing for the lob no he's not that but he's never been a man-to-man corner there is a spot for him i can easily see him still playing football and playing as long as a guy like terrence newman like a guy like that who was really productive at the end of his career are you making your pitch for him to also join the L- uh, the silver and black? Excuse me, Hassan <laughs> Riddick. I did, I did hear that, Sherman. but I mean, he can join anyone though, man. He's uh, Sherman's not washed. Should he move on from San Francisco? Yes, I, I don't think. I think the time has come for him to move on, and I don't think the Niners are mad at it. They they need to upgrade that position. They need to get younger. They need to get faster, and they need to get more talented at that position. Yeah, I don't think Verrett's the. Uh... I don't think Verrett's the answer either. Like he's had what he missed two years because of injury. You can't count on a guy like that. Yeah. And look, my last question to you: You've teased it before on the podcast. What's the Mike McGlinchey situation? Are you are you going to exercise that option? Or are you going to let him walk? I don't know, man. If they pick it up, it's going to be a lot of money. A lot of people forget he was a he was a high draft pick. Okay, ninth pick, ninth pick, number two. He's a tackle. Okay, the difference the difference between a top ten pick salary when you pick up that fifth year option from a outside of the top ten is a huge difference. He's gonna get paid a lot of money, and not to mention David Bakhtiari just boosted up the market for left tackles. Okay, he recently just got paid, so it's gonna be a pretty penny for Mike McGlinchey. And Mike McGlinchey had a really down year. I don't know Joe Staley retired and now he doesn't have no leadership he doesn't know what to do because joe staley retired apparently joe staley used to go to his house and watch film with him every single uh week before the game i don't the know Boy, just need a babysitter yeah apparently he needs a babysitter he lost a bunch of weight he's so skinny now he doesn't have none of that mass i don't know what the fuck's going on with mike mcglinchy <laughs> Yeah, I mean, how often do you hear about a tackle losing weight, bro? Usually they pull like a who's a really fat left tackle used to come into camp out of shape. I can't think of any right now. Like you know, like those guys always show up overweight and shit. Like what happened to those tackles, bro? Now we got people tackles showing up underweight. You know what's bad? Yeah. Like honestly, I wouldn't pick it up. And you know what? If he has an amazing year, just tag him, bro. Like what's the difference? Exactly. I know it's going to be a lot of money. You might as well, like, you got to, like, prove it. You got to make him prove it to you to to earn the money. It goes back. But look, it goes back to the Jimmy G situation. You cut Jimmy G, a lot of these problems go away. And it frees up a lot of things, okay? And if you keep Jimmy G, there's going to be a lot of holes on your your roster that you're not going to be able to fill. Like we said, they need a corner. Okay, they're gonna have to wind up paying Fred Warner. Fred Warner's gonna get a big contract. He's probably the best linebacker he's in football. Reset the market, bro. He's gonna reset the freaking market. Yeah, he's he's gonna reset the market. Who knows? They they might they might get another edge rusher. They might sign a corner. Who knows, man? The the offensive line needs to be boosted and upgraded. They're gonna have to wind up picking up Mike McGlinchey's fifth year option. Like we said, that's gonna be a pretty penny. But look. A lot of that stuff 
is going to be avoided if they get rid of Jimmy G. Now, when they get rid of Jimmy G, I don't know who they're going to sign, whether it's maybe they 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 wind up signing Kirk Cousins or getting Deshaun Watson. I know Joey, the, the 49er fan, hopes that happens. I don't know. I just know Jimmy G shouldn't be the, the quarterback. I'm going to pound on the table and continue to say that. 49ers, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, if you're listening, I know you're not. But Jesus, do not keep Jimmy G. Get rid of him. He's not the dude. Please. I'm 100% in agree- agreement with you. He's gone. So many of these issues just disappear. And look, McGlinchey, I'm kind of reminded of Jack Conklin. Remember when they didn't pick up his fifth-year option? It surprised the hell out of me. And I feel like he's kind of in a similar boat. They had a lot of early success. And they kind of tapered off. And now like they kind of got to prove themselves. Exactly. And they, they, they got to they gotta nail this draft. They really do. They got to get some depth back that made them special. Because they got a lot of special players, but they like they need some depth, man. They really lost a lot of that. Yeah, they, they lost a lot of depth. But this, this draft is super important for a team like this because they were just in the Super Bowl um, the year before this, right? And like we said, they had a mm-hmm. bunch of injuries and the whole nine, okay? This team is not a 6-10 and 10 team. We all know that. So they're gonna they're gonna get a high draft pick and they gotta take advantage of this thing. They gotta draft a contributor. Do not draft a guy that's gonna be a, a project guy or whatever. You need a guy that's gonna go in and have an impact on your team from week one. Like he's a starter, he's gonna have an impact. Like a guy like um, even though he didn't go in the first round, but a guy like Antoine Winfield. Like, he wasn't highly yeah. touted, but draft a guy like that. He's going to play from week one, and he's going to impact your team. That's a guy that the 49ers need to draft. Definitely need to get, like, a pro-ready prospect, like you said. Definitely could use that. Look, before we before we wrap it up, because I think we co- covered everything, what's, like, the ladder for this division? Oh, man. This is the toughest one, bro. Yeah, th- this is the toughest division. Toughest. I'm going to go number one, the L.A. Rams, Okay. I think the Rams are top dog. I expect big things from them. They're number one. Who's your number one? I'll go with the Rams, man, just because they have the Stafford thing. Like, if, if they had Kirk Cousins, the Niners, they'd be number one for me. Who do you got at two? I'll go the Niners. Niners. Okay. I'm going to go Cardinals. I, I expect really? big things from Kyler Murray. Yeah. I know you're not a big Cliff Kingsbury fan, but I'm going to go Cardinals. Three, I'm going to go the Niners. That's if they if they You're get rid of Seattle Jimmy. At four? There's a big question mark. Okay, I don't know who's gonna play quarterback. That's my whole thing. So it can flip flop. They can easily be fourth, but being fourth is not bad, and being third is not bad in this division. So you have Seattle being fourth, bro. I have Seattle being fourth. I got the I got Seattle at three, Arizona at four. I'm, just, I'm not a big Cliff Kingsbury fan, and I got Russ. Man, they win ten games every year with Russ, so I can't put them at four. Like I said, the fourth team in this division can be a playoff team. As crazy as that sounds, it was heading towards that in the beginning of the season. People were saying that, that there was a possibility that, because since they bring that that extra seed in, it's possible that all four teams in the NFC West can make it. It's possible. So being four is not bad. You can still win 10 games and maybe not even get into the playoffs. I would love to see four teams from the same division in the playoffs. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be really good. But we're going to wrap it up there. That was a good one. I enjoyed that one. 
That that was an interesting division. Like kind of the NFC East sucked, bro. To be honest, <laughs> I can't even lie. <laughs> I can't defend my division right now. It was bad, bro. Oh man, and not a lot of flip flopping in this division. Like they, besides the Niners, all of them got quarterbacks who we know that's gonna be that that are gonna be there. Yeah, that's the biggest question in the division. Who's the Niners quarterback? Because yeah. that could just swing the whole division. Exactly. If they get Kirk or Deshaun. Exactly. Especially Deshaun. Let's wrap it up, bro. Send us home, baby. I'm going to send y'all home. Like I said, keep on following us, bro. Social media, streaming platforms. We love you guys, man. We appreciate you guys. Hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button. Turn on post notifications. Like this video. Comment down below. Call me a Niner hater. Call me a Jimmy Garoppolo hater. All you Jimmy Garoppolo supporters. Go down in the comment section. Flame me up, bro. All right? Please, make your case. (laughs) Make the case, I dare you. All right? I want to hear it, okay? And if you guys are a Rams fan or a Seahawks fan, Cardinals, 49ers, drop down below. What do you think you guys should do? Maybe maybe you think you guys should trade, I don't know, the Eric Armstead. Who knows, all right? Maybe you're a Sherman guy. Maybe you want to keep Sherman. Let us know, all right? You don't have to worry about the Rams fans, bro. They don't exist. I've yet to see <laughs> one with my own two eyes. Oh, man. Well, just like Todd Gurley's knee, I'm out. God, that was uncalled for. <laughs> But like Todd Gurley's other knee, I'm also out. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We out. Peace.